Hello and welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language, episode 109. The big news is Twitter stock crashing, $52 down to $39. Ouch. The New York Post article that we've been talking a lot about recently has been reinstated. What was the justification that Twitter gave? What are Dorsey's thoughts on the matter? $37 billion market value erased for Facebook. Are we starting to see the pandemic uh, economic effect? Take hold. New York Post article, manual fact checking. Hmm, what does that mean? Biden camp claims Facebook ads are being blocked for them. their campaign. YouTube brings in $5 billion in ad revenue. And there is a new tool that LinkedIn is putting out there for you to find a job. Show starts now. Okay, big news, Twitter stock crashing. I uh, do not own any Twitter stock, and I am rather happy about that. Condolences if you do, according to CNBC.com. It's weird what happened here because Twister po Twitter excuse me, posted third quarter earnings on Thursday that crushed analyst estimates and the top and bottom lines but fell short on user growth. So apparently, all hail user growth. Uh, the strong showing comes as the company faces heightened scrutiny. The strong showing? I don't get it. Why are we dropping more than $10 uh, if we are seeing a, quote, strong showing? So the 2020 U.S. elections have been already crazy. An event, it says, brings uncertainty to advertiser behavior. The stock fell as much as 16% after hours after gaining 8% during regular trading. So apparently the analyst expectation would be 195 million daily active users for the third quarter. They grew the total by just 1 million from last quarter to 187 million. So apparently that's not good enough. The 187 million daily active users in the quarter is still a 29% increase year over year. Can someone please explain to me what's happening here? I do not understand why Twitter stock would absolutely uh, take a bath and uh, we have growth. It doesn't make sense. Revenue, $936 million versus $777 million expected, according to Refinitiv, whatever that means. Very strange. Um, I think the markets are acting very odd uh, right now. I don't see evidence why the stock should crash. You've got um, a lot of people up in arms um, about Twitter, um, and perhaps justifiably so. And we're going to dive into that right now. New York Post reinstated. So in a, what appeared to be an exhausted CEO Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, uh, chatting with uh, Ted Cruz the other day um, in a, I want to say a hearing. Um, basically, it sounded like an angry customer and a, an IT, an exhausted IT worker. Um, Dorsey was basically saying, look, we thought it was hacked. They're, the New York Post is still unavailable to New, the New York Post, but they, but they have to go in, delete the post, and then re-add the post. Some sort of technical answer you would get when you're holding on the line for customer service is what it felt like to me to uh ceo jack dorsey's uh credit it did appear as though the new york post had a way to get back um reinstated so let's get up to date here theverge.com writes on october 16th jack dorsey tweeted that blocking the url was wrong 
And a Twitter spokesperson told the New York Times that the information that was previously private information had spread so widely that it no longer counted as private. Therefore, the Post article no longer violated the private information policy, whatever that means. Despite inspiring the policy change on hacked materials and no longer violating the policy on private information, the New York Post remained suspended because of a different policy. Uh, Twitter has a policy on policy changes. Did you know about the policy on policy changes? If you were, say, a tabloid that had been suspended because of an old policy, a new policy wouldn't supersede your suspension. Not even if you'd inspired the new policy. So apparently, uh, Twitter has updated its policy on policy changes. And the New York Post is taking a victory lap. Very weird. Um, I think the timing of all of this is clearly made... Uh, what's the word to describe this? Because the world is on fire. And because the U.S. elections are kind of the center of the wheel, so to speak... Um, in regards to pandemic response, well, you've got to wonder um, what does social media, uh, what role does social media play? And uh, it's clear to me that um, the political ramifications of the social media tech giants um, influence elections. And so it's a big deal. And that's why everyone is um, as upset as they are. Um, interesting that Twitter is changing their policy. That's something. That's not nothing. $37, $37 billion in market value erased for Facebook. Facebook shares dropped roughly 6% on Friday morning after reporting a decline in U.S. users during the third quarter. The intraday drop erased $37 billion in market capitalization for the tech giant. Ouch. I keep talking about how uh, Facebook and Twitter are marginalizing certain um, conservative voices. Um, they're making conservatives rather upset. Um, they're trying to keep people on the left happy as well, which is very hard to do. Um, and uh, they're trying to make all the right calls. And so they're appearing to me more like like a referee that sometimes gets it wrong. Um, and I'm wondering if that's going to affect them long term. I wonder if this market value uh, dropping for the two tech giants um, is because of some of their recent choices uh, politically. Facebook reported $21.5 billion in revenue for the third quarter, beating the street's $19.8 billion forecast. This is the same thing I was talking about with Twitter. It doesn't make any sense. Why are we seeing an increase in revenue and a drop um, in stock price? It also said during the Thursday earnings call that its global daily active user base grew to $1.82 billion versus $1.78 billion expected. It doesn't make sense. Global monthly active users were $2.74 billion, higher than the expected $2.7 billion. Okay. All right, so same story right here. However, Facebook reported a decline in daily active users for the U.S. and Canada, down 196 million from 198 million. So apparently that $2 million drop in daily active users is enough to have people panic. Um, they want to see those daily active user numbers. Apparently that is the golden goose. New York Post article manual fact checking, this from theguardian.com. Facebook moderators had to manually intervene to suppress a controversial New York Post story about Hunter Biden, according to leaked moderation guidelines seen by The Guardian, the document which lays out in detail Facebook's policies for dealing with misinformation on Facebook and Instagram, sheds new light on the process that led to the company's decision to reduce the distribution of the story. Twitter in much uh, hotter water than Facebook on this because they... Uh, banned it entirely uh facebook just limiting its reach people not as upset about that 
This story is eligible to be fact-checked by Facebook's third-party fact-checking partners. Uh, Facebook's policy communications director, Andy Stone, said at the time, quote, in the meantime, we are reducing its distribution on our platform. This is part of our standard process to reduce the spread of misinformation. Oh, what an incredibly difficult job they have. We temporarily reduced distribution pending fact-checker review. In fact, the documents show the New York Post, like most major websites, was given special treatment as part of Facebook's standard process. Stories can be uncued or uncued for Facebook's third-party fact-checkers in one of two ways, either by being flagged by an AI or by being manually added by one of the fact-checkers themselves. So the impossible job of uh, policing the internet is uh, something that Facebook and Twitter have to continue to try to perfect. Um, I do believe that the younger um, Instagrams, the Snapchats, the TikToks of the world are going to be more laissez-faire. They're going to allow more things. I think you'll probably have one that's even more restrictive and, and people will uh, vote with their time. So let's say, for example, there's a new social media platform that didn't uh, allow anything even resembling bullying or harassment or hate speech. Um, it was very regulated. Uh, that might be um, a social media platform that could take off. I could be very wrong about uh, how Facebook and Twitter are moderating and that's causing people to want to leave the platforms. Um, it is possible that they're just simply not going far enough. So as an experiment, I think it would be very interesting to see a social media platform say, hey, look, um, we are not going to shy away from um, kicking people off that don't you know, have a high standard, let's say, of uh, communication. They'd probably ban all sorts of words you can't say, that sort of stuff. So it'd be interesting to see um, how that would play out. Um, the most restrictive social media platforms, as far as I can tell, um, would be uh, Facebook and Twitter, and then perhaps subreddits. I know subreddits have moderators that are very, uh, very picky about what they will allow on the platform. So you could make the argument that Reddit in some ways is more restrictive. Biden camp claims Facebook ads are being blocked. This from Politico.com. Thousands of ads from Joe Biden's campaign have been blocked by Facebook as part of the social media giant's pre-election blackout on new political ads, which the Biden camp said erroneously swept up ads that had already been approved to run. The ads have been down since Tuesday, Biden's campaign said on Thursday evening, costing the Democratic presidential candidate a half million dollars in projected donations and altering the advertising plan right before the election. So blocked by part by uh, Facebook as part of the social media giants pre-election blackout. When I heard that they were doing a pre-election blackout, I thought to myself, I look, I, I understand that you're trying not to get in trouble, um, but it just feels like, like the straight A student who's just desperately trying to do everything they can to get extra credit and, and not offend anybody or not, you know, potentially make any mistakes. Um, but here you go, you, you tend to cause larger problems. Um, and so I thought this pre-election blackout was a bad idea. Um, I think if you are a, uh, a political party and you want to run ads, you should be able to run ads. I mean, isn't it the ads themselves that's the issue? You could make the argument that uh, Facebook wouldn't be able to, on the days leading up to an election, uh, be able to stop ads that promote misinformation about where you cast your ballot. There, there are things uh, where this makes Facebook's life easier. Um, but really, at the end of the day, um, it's, it's odd to me because Facebook is a referee and for them to simply just sit on the sidelines uh, for the last week and say, you know what, we're just not gonna, we're not gonna let the players play um, in those final moments. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Facebook instituted a self-imposed ban on new political ads Monday night in an effort to limit the potential spread of misinformation around the election, but the policy generated new criticism this week for a technical glitch 
that removed ads already running from Facebook's system. Exactly. Hitting campaigns in both parties and cutting off certain messages to voters at the most inopportune time. Exactly. Uh, Biden's digital director, Rob Flaherty, blasted Facebook for providing no clarity on the widespread issues that are plaguing all of our ad campaigns since the onset of their new ad restrictions. I would be livid if I were an uh, ad manager for a major political campaign and they just botched it because there's nothing they're going to do. They're not going to refund your money. They're not going to, you know, it's just not going to work. Um, and then they're going to say, well, we'll try to figure it out um, next time. YouTube brings in $5 billion in ad revenue. This from TheVerge.com. All links to all articles that we talk about are right there in the description if you want to go ahead and check them out. Google parent company Alphabet's third quarter revenue increased 14% from the year before, led by a rebound in advertising revenue for both Google and YouTube. Uh, Google, for a minute there, was looking a little sketchy with the pandemic. Uh, a lot of small businesses opting not to spend money in Google ads. YouTube brought in $5 billion in advertising revenue in the third quarter of 2020, a sign that advertisers who pulled back on their spending because of the coronavirus earlier in the year may be returning to something resembling normal. YouTube now has more than 30 million music and premium paid subscribers, 35 million including free trials, and YouTube TV has more than 3 million subscribers. Uh, that's especially strong since YouTube TV announced a monthly price increase, increase from $50 to $65 in June. And in what may be a sign of the times, views for guided meditation videos on YouTube were up 40% since March. And DIY face mask tutorials have been viewed over a billion times. That's pretty funny. Um, I'm a fan of YouTube Premium. I'm on YouTube every single day. I love it. Um, I like that I can get rid of ads. I think that was a very smart move for them. Uh, to offer the opportunity to simply not have your video interrupted by unnecessary brainwashing ads. Um, YouTube, to me, isn't going anywhere, um, but this is also why they are being subjected to scrutiny on the governmental level, given that uh, they do pretty much have a monopoly. Um, there is no other video service that I think is anywhere even in the ballpark um, of competing with them. New LinkedIn tool to find a job, our final article of the day entrepreneur.com. We're seeing people come to LinkedIn in record numbers to search for jobs, nearly 40 million each week. Head of product Tomer Cohen wrote in a Wednesday blog post. And despite a challenging job market, three people are getting hired on LinkedIn every minute. Whether you were laid off during lockdown or are just looking for a change of pace, the social network's new career explorer tool can help uncover fresh paths you may not have considered before. For example, while you may not have thought about making the leap from food server to customer service specialist, Explorer might. Okay. Available world worldwide in English, blah, 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 blah. So new tool from LinkedIn to find a job, anything to help folks uh, get employed uh, during this crazy time. Um, I definitely admittedly live in a bubble. I think we all do um, in 2020 uh, where I tend to hang out with the same people. Um, and uh, by and large, most of the folks that I um, hang out with are doing well. Uh, however, I ran into a gentleman the other day who is completely switching careers. And then I, I met his friend and his friend is also switching careers. They were uh, bartenders, I wanna say here in Vegas. I tend not to run in uh, restaurant circles. Um, and uh, they were thinking of switching to laying gas pipe. So uh, you wanna talk about a pretty extreme jump from one career to another, there you have it. So it's a lot of folks suffering uh, through this nonsense. So to recap, um, but before we do, join us for the live show, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can ask us any questions 
that happened to crop up while the show is going. Twitter stock crashes. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um, oh, whoop de doo Daily active users not increasing as much as you would want. And the stock drops from $52 to $39. Might be a good time to buy. We'll see. New York Post uh, reinstated. Not surprising to me that Twitter just reinstated them. Um, lots and lots and lots of pressure. Dorsey does not want to be spending any more time answering questions um, from senators. $37 million billion, uh, market value raised for Facebook because they saw a slight decline in uh, daily active users in the U.S. and Canada. Ouch. It's almost as if they, they can't win. New York Post article manual fact-checking. Uh, yeah. Biden camp claims Facebook ads are being blocked. Uh, they probably are. And there's probably um, ads on the right that are being blocked. This uh, blackout before the election, I think, was just a bad idea. YouTube brings in $5 billion in ad revenue. Love YouTube. They're killing it. We'll see if they get broken up um, as a monopoly. A uh, new LinkedIn tool to find a job. Yeah, if you need a job, well, there you go. New tool for you. If you have any questions, you can leave us a comment in the comment section below, and I'll uh, check that out for next episode. You can also email us at info at senditrising.com. That's I-N-F-O at S-E-N-D-I-T-R-I-S-I-N-D.com. Thanks to everyone who's watching us or rather listening to us on the podcast. If you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, just type in marketing as a foreign language in YouTube, and voila, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an election tomorrow. Uh, I'm excited. I hope you are as well. And we will see you on election day. Goodbye.